Hi, everybody. This is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. I have with me Amir Ness. He is a former trader. And we're going to be looking at the Bitcoin chart. What is happening with Bitcoin? What is happening in the European Union that's going to affect Bitcoin? And we're also going to be looking at Luna. Hello and welcome to the Crypto Rich Podcast. This audio podcast is derived from content from the Crypto Rich video channels and may contain references to graphics and images. For the full Crypto Rich video experience, please see the links in the show notes. The information presented in this podcast is provided for educational, informational and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness or fitness for any particular purpose. It is not intended to be and does not constitute legal, financial, investment, trading or any other advice. All of the information presented is general in nature and is not specific to you or anyone else. Do not make any decision, legal, financial, investment, trading or otherwise, based on any of the information presented in this podcast without first consulting a licensed professional. You understand that you use or rely on any and all information provided in this podcast at your own risk. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Thanks, Rich. Good to have you. Good to have you on again. And let us go to this is the Bitcoin and dollar chart, Bitcoin USD chart on coin market cap. And uh, I said last week when we were on, right, that it was observing this long, long trend line here. And also that there was an ascending triangle through the top here. It had to break through about 40, 44, 400. And yeah. observe this, this ascending line, but it broke down. And now there's another line here about 37.825, and it broke back up again. So now what can you see, Amir? Because what you do is you look at candles. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the, it's holding the trend, trend line <clears throat> is the way I see it. And this, this support area going through, you know, all the way back in February is basically the 36 to 39 region, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so price is holding there. And and it's crazy because if you look at the the market, the live market, it's it's like at every level, like right now it's at the 30 39,000 level. There is, you know, such a tug of war going on. And you know, actually, it looks it almost looks like it's being controlled because it's like the bulls aren't winning and the bears aren't winning. So you almost want to say somebody's managing this market because it's just it's 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 unfathomable that there would be so much of a balance in between the tension between bulls and bears. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And what you're referring to, just so I, I'm clear that I got it, is as it's bouncing up and down in this range, up and yeah. down, up and down, up and down. And the, yeah. The, and, the and then right when it gets to like thirty nine thousand, like the the hundred dollar band between thirty nine thousand and thirty eight thousand nine hundred becomes like this trading range where it stays in that range for, you know, like two hours. Right. And it's like, wow, like, OK, they're just it's like it's as if it gets to a certain point and then someone says, OK, stop right here. OK, now these would be whales. I don't think it's whales. I think it's people that are bigger than whales. I think it's 
it's almost like some sort of uh, sovereign governments. No, no, I don't think it's sovereign governments. I mean, maybe it's like a mixture of uh, you know power players, exchanges, and institutions. You know, like that's who I think it would be, basically. Okay, okay, that's very, very interesting because there was some news today uh, in the in Zero Hedge. Let me just find that article. Here you go. Bitcoin slides ahead of EU vote, which could practically ban key digital currencies. And what this article goes on to say, and I'll link to it in the description below, is that there's a late addition to an economic and monetary affairs committee. They're going to have a vote today on a draft law which contains a late addition that looks to limit the use of cryptocurrencies powered by an energy intensive computing process known as proof of work. Yeah. So this would be. Uh, I mean, listen, proof of work. I can't believe Europe would do anything like this. It's and and the fact that something like this is is like on the table. It's just like to me, it's just like they've got bad information, or the the politicians are really unprepared to deal with this, and it's showing through something like this. So you can see on that tweet where where he says it can be undone in the next phase of the EU process but it's very bad. And it's like, these are the kind of tweets the politicians are going to look at and their advisors who are better informed than they are are going to explain to them how, well, if you go through with this, you're, you're going to set Europe back, you know, by 20 years, 30 years or whatever it is. And then eventually they're going to kind of come back to the middle and you'll hear an announcement about how <clears throat> they're going to revise the old, you know, proposal. And, right. and and it'll be whatever some something more palatable that doesn't put Europe back, you know, twenty years. I cannot imagine that they're going to just do something like this. It's like the whole world is moving ahead with it. You know, you you can't do that. Yeah. Well, Amir, I have a different view of this on you, perhaps a more skeptical one. So one is, I think a lot of the sanctions that are being imposed on Russia. And I'm not saying that Russia's aggression in Ukraine was illegal. It was a violation of international law, right? So I'm not in any way excusing it or it's okay, right? I I am for peace, not war. But the sanctions are going to hurt Europe. You know, not buying energy from Russia if if Europe goes that. Well, how's Germany going to fund its manufacturing? How's Netherlands going to fund its agriculture? Yeah. Right. So, so, So in a way, it's almost like they don't care, right? Because that's going that is going to set Europe back, and they're doing that anyway. And then. Iran sells oil for gold. Russia could easily do that. It drills yeah. it dollars a barrel. It could sell it for $50 a barrel, just make a profit and pay us in gold. And that yeah. would break the fiat currencies because yeah. it would break the pricing model in the LBMA. But it does serve. Part of this, I think, is a struggle. And Tom Luongo talked about this on his work, and he's been a guest on my channel. And I do recommend you check him out, tomluongo.me, which is... Um, and I did an interview with him, which is on my Odyssey channel, the Great Reset, Second World, the Second Great Reset War, that you have a war between the WEF and Europe, Russia and China, and also the bankers, the Federal Reserve. Yeah. And the US administration is in hock to the WEF. So they're doing all these crazy, crazy rules that make no sense from a sovereign perspective. Yeah. But it makes plenty of sense if what you want to do is destroy the U.S. and destroy Europe. Yeah. And then bring about central bank digital currencies. And cryptocurrencies are a threat yeah. to the central bank digital currency. So that's 
So I think it makes, from that perspective, it makes complete sense. And just like what Trudeau did, that we're going to block accounts. Yeah. People who funded the truckers movement. I'm like, what, what, what? And then I understand that capital is still fleeing Canada. Yeah. They just shot themselves in the foot big time. Yeah. Trust Canada for business now. And you can't trust the banking system. So that's what I think. But I don't think it'll win. I don't think they'll win in the long term because I think the system's going to collapse before then. Listen, I mean, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I I just, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm like, even if they do, right, they want to bring in all these climate change agenda and the central bank digital currencies and buy, you know, have all these scans and everything. Where on earth are they going to get the silver and the nickel and everything else they need to build the bleeding infrastructure if we're sanctioning Russia? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a very very bad situation, and yeah. I really don't have any any you know answer. So to speak. Well, then what you should do, Amir, is you should subscribe to my channel, which you already do. But then you I did comment and subscribe to every single video and on Odyssey because I post stuff on Odyssey which I don't post on YouTube. Okay. Okay, let's look at Luna. And against the U.S. dollar, you hold yeah. lunar, I hold some lunar. It is a cryptocurrency asset. These are lines that I've drawn myself. This is on the daily chart from CoinMarketCap. And boy, what a run up. Oh, my God. From January 2021, when it was about 59 cents. To, uh, so, I mean, the narrative for Luna is very important. Um, you know, it's basically... Uh, Look, I mean, they've got the USD, which is the decentralized dollar, mm-hmm. and the growth rate has been significant on that. Right now, its market cap is uh, about almost fifteen billion. Okay, and to give you a comparison, the USDT is like eighty billion, and USDC is fifty billion. But of course, those are centralized um, dollars. Mm-hmm. And so you you have in this current environment a lot of uh, interest in having a decentralized censorship resistant you know dollar, and right. that's what that's what UST is. And you know one step above that, they've done a pretty incredible job at creating a mechanism uh, to keep its pen to keep its value. Uh, which is essentially this relationship between Luna and UST, where for every dollar of UST that is minted, you burn a dollar worth of Luna. So what ends up happening is you get a situation, and I said this on your last show, right? You get a situation where if UST growth continues as it has, so you get the 15 billion and 16 billion and 17 billion. You're burning more and more Luna out of circulation, which means the price of Luna can go up while the market cap of Luna doesn't go up. Right. So does it also work the other way that if you go from yes. UST to Luna, then Luna yes. gets created? Yes. Yes. Then why, exactly. why, why would the price of Luna keep going up? Because the the, uh, the growth of UST is like right now unstoppable, right, right. Because people want to use it because it's uh, very liquid, very fast, very liquid, very stable, very and fast, decentralized, and very cheap to transact with. Yeah, and, 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 
USDT, and also I used um, I sent some USDT TRX, the Tron, yeah, on chain. But I didn't have any Tron, so then I had to go and purchase some Tron to pay the gas. Yeah. But with UST, I don't need anything else. Yeah. And yeah. you can get it on the you can get Luna and UST on the Osmo Dex, Osmosis. Yeah, and you, exactly. Because that grows and expands, there's going to be even more demand for UST. Right, and that's that was my next point is that. The demand, the growth of UST, I don't even think we've seen it really yet because, like, it was just two months ago that Binance announced that they would be adding UST. I think it was UST pairs. I'm sure that they're adding UST to the exchange, but I also think that they specifically stated that they're adding UST pairs to their exchange. Well, that that fact is really, really big because Binance is not going to add a, a potential USDT replacement to their exchange unless there was some kind of concern or future plan to incorporate UST into their pairs, right? Yeah. And wow, so let's say that that's true long-term, right? Well, long-term, if that's true, we have not even seen that growth rate priced into the UST growth right now because it's going to take months for you know an exchange like Binance to really start uh, integrating a new token pair um, with you know with the, in their exchange so that means that like the growth rate so far on UST uh you know is it's it's really not counting the big drivers like KuCoin for example is another ex big exchange that's added UST so you have KuCoin you have Binance you you know FTX recently added UST um so yeah like it's and that doesn't even that doesn't even take into consideration the ecosystem, the Luna ecosystem, which they're building, you know, a very DeFi-centric, sophisticated ecosystem, um, which, you know, is, is I think, going to be explosive. So all of that together is a good story. It is a good story. And and I can see if I, from about 50, we got a, but it could be a double, a double bottom. Here, double bottom here, but we've way exceeded the target of that. And I think an inverted head of shoulders here and here, and this is the head, which means we go from 50 to 100 to another 150. If it breaks 100, if it breaks and closes above 100, then the target would be 150. Yeah. Very nice. And ultimately, you know, even higher than that over the kind of more midterm. Yep. Yep. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you, Amir. Um, if anybody has any questions or comments, put them in the description below. Where do you think Bitcoin, when do you think Bitcoin is going to break out? And also, uh, when do, what do you think is going to happen with Luna and UST? And please subscribe to me on Odyssey. If you're watching this on YouTube, come over to Odyssey. Follow me on Twitter. Join my official Telegram announcements channel. And I've also got a weekly podcast where all the usual podcasts can be found. I haven't got the link as yet because a mate of mine is doing it for me. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Amir signing out. All the best. Bye-bye.